Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about uh, the government getting involved with your land and should they be doing that. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the live event. You've heard us talk about the last several weeks, but we're still going on. We've got, at this very moment, 13 tickets left. And that's not very many, especially with the fact that we've got mm, three weeks left. Those should go pretty quickly. And if you are are wanting to do it, don't uh, keep waiting. Get out there and get your ticket because it's going to be a really good time. It was an awesome time last year, and we've got way more speakers, great speakers this time. So get out there and make your purchase. Yeah, sorry. I was, I was responding to another ticket, so he's trying to decide if he wants the blueprint with it or not, and that's the, the fun part. If you do not have the course, you get the course at a discounted rate if you buy it with your live event ticket. We've done this since we've done these these live events because it's a way to get you all the way immersed into the Casual Fridays family at one time. Yeah, and that's actually a pretty good deal, so um, that's on the checkout page, too. You can see that, so get out there and do it. Yeah, man, it's, it's great. Uh, it's <laughs> I'm... So I'm thinking about this and kind of we 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 went into this saying, do we think we could do 100? Mm-hmm. And the Ranger Stadium says, wow, guys, that's a big increase from last year. Um, we have two days you can do it on. And then we said, OK, give us this day. And uh, it's coming on a lot quicker than I'm, I'm prepared for, I think. It is coming up quick. That's generally how these things happen. Yeah. Um, but. You know, 13 tickets left. If we didn't sell a single one, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> you, if we didn't sell another one, is that just less hands to shake? And let... No, no, no. I'm saying I'd be happy that we sold Oh, at got you. Got you. Okay, okay. I was like, where is, where is he going with this? I wouldn't follow him. But, yeah, that's it's a, it's always a – you know, I think the, the moment hits me when we walk up there and do the introductions, and I get to look out, and I know you do as well, and you see these familiar faces and these people – because when you do the podcast, we don't see anybody but each other. Occasionally, Jake's off in the corner just hanging out, or Rachel's in the other room, or Beth's around. You know, it, it's typically just us two in here. And so when you get to interact live, you get to see the, the like, the, the almost a sense of wonder, like, oh, shit, what's going to come out of their mouth next? What does the day entail? And we keep that kind of under wraps as we go through it. And I don't even know that all the speakers know who else is speaking with them. They know if they're speaking, and they send us their stuff so we can kind of look at it, and then we go through our stuff. But it's fun to me because it's a sense of wonder for everybody. It's it's an excitement for everybody. Yeah, and we have been getting a lot of questions since everything is kind of uh, a bit of wonderment. It's like, what's the itinerary? <laughs> yeah. So I put up a basic itinerary on the website, but for those of you who haven't seen it, those of you listening, you want to plan to get there around 8, 15, 8, 30, mm-hmm. find a seat, meet people, shake some hands, say hi to us. Uh, we're gonna start sh- nine a.m. sharp. Nine a.m. sharp. We got to. Yeah, yeah. Because everything that we got going on, we got got to do that. We're gonna have nine a.m. We'll go have some introductions. We'll have some speakers. We'll have a break, and then lunch will be at noon, right around yep. noon. And then uh, we'll come back. It's an hour long lunch, right? Yeah. Then we'll come back at one. We'll have some more speakers. Go throughout the day, and then right around four o'clock ish, we'll start the podcast. Yeah. Podcast is always fun. It's interactive. So if you've ever wanted to be on a podcast, start practicing your radio voice. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that means hold the speaker close to your mouth and speak loudly. <laughs> the microphone close to your mouth. Uh, and we'll do a podcast. Uh-huh. And then at 5 o'clock, we'll end the day. We'll all kind of hang out, get ready to go to the suite. We'll we, to- at 5, we can go to the suite. They start serving drinks and food an hour before game time. So 6.05 is game time. So, you know, 5.05, we're ready to eat and drink. And it's cool. taken care of. It's part of your ticket, man. It's yeah. it's a... Uh, we had uh, people that are still talking about the game last year that never sat in the suite before, never been. Uh, Ranger Stadium was new, never had been there, but they're just blown away by the niceness of it. But getting to sit in the suite and having all the food and drinks that they could handle and the conversation, it was just unreal. Yeah. And then, so the game starts at six oh five, but that's not where it has to end because Globe Life uh, Field, right? Globe Life Park. Globe Life Park, I think. Yeah, yeah. they've changed that name so yeah, long yeah, since yeah. we've been here. It, uh, the whole thing's air-conditioned, but the best part about it is literally as part of it is a fully covered air-conditioned, air like Texas Live's AC, right? Uh, bits and pieces, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Texas Live is this place with multiple restaurants and bars, and it's literally connected to the— I don't know if I'd say connected. It's close. I mean, it's, it's, it's a cl- across—it's uh, yeah. it's real close. It's, it's, it's connected is maybe a little bit of a it's stretch. Par- it's part of it. No, it's it's got it's got no, a, no, it's no, like a street it's, in between it, it. Like it's all like one, I don't think section, right? No, I think there's a street in between. Anyway, it. you can crawl there, <laughs> crawl to the hotel. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so Jessica's asked me again twice to look for the Lowe's Live, and it's it's up there in price. It's it's that's the hotel that's hooked to Texas Live, as he's talking about. And Texas Live, the big entertainment district, they have a concert venue in there. They have about six different restaurants and bars, um, sports bars. They usually have bands playing. Uh, outdoor patios and everything it's a and what adam's saying is is correct it is a great place to go and have drinks so if you're out afterwards you don't have to go home you can go there um but you're gonna have a full day and you have open bar from six to or five to whenever whenever yeah that the game's over to that then you go to the texas live events or the texas live area so it is a is a great thing and i i'm uh wondering what time you're calling tonight this one (laughs) last year you called it at 11 on me was it eleven or midnight? You called it at eleven, uh, but you stayed till twelve. Yeah, you have to draw a line in the sand somewhere with Sarah, and she has <laughs> to know ahead of time so that she can do a southern goodbye, which yeah. takes forty-five minutes to an hour to say goodbye to everyone. Sweet southern woman, that's what they do. <laughs> and it's uh, and the, the the cool cool thing about this is just the the camaraderie you're going to meet. And I, I saw somebody posted that he he couldn't go this year, but he said some of the connections he made have been invaluable and priceless to him. And that's you know that's whole thing of these events we take pride in trying to add value into the event um meaning that when you walk out of there your business is worth more when you leave just because either the tools you gathered um you know we've given away money at some time when we did project one we gave away money so there was actually a dollar value to it but um you know that that's our goal for for these projects and are these these um events so man no government overreach in our events hmm. yet, though. So switching subject. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not yet, at least. Yeah, that's uh, so. Kind of walk us through where you got this and wh- where you're going with it, and and let's talk about it because I, I I'm perplexed at why some of the community leaders believe they can get involved and where they get involved. Yeah, well, it all starts. It's this morning. I was just you know sitting there having my uh, caffeine, my energy, my what do you call? It? I'm drinking greens now, caffeinated greens. So I'm having that this morning. I'm cruising. Uh, Facebook, and we have a new mayor here in town. It's her first year. She's she's, a, she's younger. She's our yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a she's a younger person, and she's. Um, I have a lot of like. I don't know if she went to TCU, TCU but I have a lot of friends who either who appear to be friends with her. I don't know yeah. if they just follow her because she had a pretty big like grounding here, and a lot of people like you're saying for out of the TCU network. So it would make sense that she went to TCU. Yeah, 
Anyway, the point is, she's trying to shake things up. Like, her first biggest thing I saw was, I don't know if you saw this, those uh, actually getting, like, livable salaries for people. And did you know the mayor of Fort Worth makes, like, 15 grand a year? No. <laughs> yeah, that was. And so her first big thing was coming in and getting them all livable salaries. So they all have to have, like, a, a job or have a spouse that pays the bills. Seriously? Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so her first thing was like, well, as the mayor of Fort Worth, a town with over a million people, I should be making at least 75 grand, maybe 100 grand, which seems realistic. <laughs> I'm giving myself a raise. God <laughs> dang. That, that had to be voted on. And yeah. that, and not just her, but everyone else on, on the council like that works there. And so like... But uh, the ca- Okay, <laughs> um, but you know, okay, I can I can understand that. For it's got over a million people, you're the mayor of it. You if should. It's a, if it's a full time position, it needs to be a full time position. Yeah, yeah, not okay. just a figurehead. I agree with that. But they have a city manager that really runs things. True, true. So the but anyway, the thing I saw today was um, she put a survey out, and it was about like either banning or heavy restrictions on Airbnb, and I'm okay. talking heavy restrictions, okay. uh, big. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not fines, but um, fees, uh, taxes. permits, fees, taxes, everything, all the above. And I don't. I was gonna pull it up before I started talking, but I ran out of time. And but like I remember seeing one of them was like a five percent fee, and I thought it was of your yearly sales or something. Your revenue, like that. yeah. Wow. And and she put a survey out. It was like, how should they? You know, let's. She wanted to get opinions on like what people thought and how they thought Airbnb should be handled. I never fill these things out, but this morning it got to me and I filled it out and there was an other and I clicked other and I told her mind her own business because <laughs> America, <laughs> capitalism, I, the government reaching into business uh-huh. is like so far out of reality from what I think should be happening. Uh-huh. And that I, when I immediately read it, I was like, okay, well either all the big hotels in Fort Worth are now either in her ear mm-hmm. or in her campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like it, it just it struck me wrong because then I was like, well, where do they stop? If they're going to start trying to regulate all these Airbnbs. Next uh, up, Uber. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're going to hate it. Well, I think they've tried Uber, right? And yeah. it, it just didn't work. But, like, it can extend into land because there's a lot of people now that are, are uh, Airbnb their land. I think yeah. you and I both talked about a guy in the DFW area who just uh, has a lake lot and he Airbnbs <laughs> the land that people just pull their trailers up and they plug in. And he's making very good money. <laughs> doing that he's making a very livable salary yeah and that's uh, i uh government oversight to me is is one of those things that it's a slippery slope you got a person i don't know what she does i don't i don't know i don't know what her pedigree is but she's dictating into an industry she probably wasn't a part of um for reasons unknown to me but it just doesn't seem to be a a a thing that she should get involved in it's like Okay, hey, man, you got 40 acres over there. Hey, I'm telling you, you know, the zoning allows for me to do whatever I want here. You know, you've already got zoning in place. So if you don't want it, go through that route. Don't come in and try to take money off of it. You know, set your zoning up to where it doesn't allow. Hey, it doesn't allow single family. or And you already have that in Fort Worth where they have the transient law where short-term rentals under 30 days are already banned. But, you know, if you're going to go under 30 days, how do you – I guess they're looking for other ways to police it, judge it, or, or what? Because that law is there, and – if you if you if you're going in there and people say hey you know if my my mom happened to my dad and my mom wanted to rent a room out to her sister should she be able to do that or short term rental to traveling nurses you know probably shouldn't be the government's you know hey just renting a room you know but I I don't know I I'm, I'm stuck on this yeah that's what really got me is like you're a government official mm-hmm. 
you're not a business person. Yeah. The, and so uh, when I said that the hotels were in her ear, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the other thing I thought was, okay, she's just trying to figure out another way to create revenue for the city. Because or, or reduce jobs because if you can't rent your house out, you got to go to work. And so now you're putting people back in the workforce. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, think about Uber Eats, Uber Drivers, Lyft, all those like uh, going to Walmart and delivering groceries. If you got rid of all of that or find it heavily, it wouldn't be advantageous for the person. The person has to go back to work. Yeah, and the, those types of the, that gig economy, man, I feel like that's a lot. I think we've talked about this before, but that's why there's so many people not at normal jobs anymore because they can make just as much. Doing it on their own times yeah. and own terms. Yeah, so the whole thing really bothered me because it's like, where does it stop? Why are they even involved to begin with? Should they even be involved? And my answer, my opinion is absolutely not. Hell no, get out of my business. You don't know anything about it. <laughs> I, I think that, so as, as I went down my kind of my stumbling through the rant of my thought process on it with the zoning, is there a place in the city government that should be in charge of policing Airbnb? If they have the laws on the books, then yes. But at what point is that overreach? And, I, and that's the and that's where I'm gonna that's where I'm questioning it. Yeah, I'm uh, pulling it up. For, uh, no, I'm not pulling it up. I'm trying to pull it up. But Facebook's blocking me without a. I don't have my cell phone to do my. Uh, oh, okay. Authenticator. App. Okay. Yeah, okay. I get it. Did more uh, government overreach. <laughs> Tech companies keeping you locked out from one computer to the other because we've got so many hackers out there. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a annoying, but I am glad that's there. Um, I'll still take that extra security on that. But yeah. as far as this new mayor doesn't know sh- nothing about nothing. <laughs> it, I, I mean, yep. So I just think of that. You have so like you bought a bunch of land in Terralingua down in, by uh, Big Bend. And you were going to let people glamp on it. And then some new mayor for Terralingua comes in and says, you know what? I want to clean Terralingua up. No more tents. No more camping. Unless you give me 5% of your revenue yearly. Yeah, And, and I, you have to pay for licensing. and Licensing yeah, and all that. Yeah, that just doesn't make sense to me. No, shit doesn't. land hasn't been doing shit for years. And you're going to come in and you're going to clean up what we've already been doing, the status yeah. quo? Yeah, and there's people doing exactly what you just said. But I, I, so I even have this problem with Colorado and it's one of the things that always struck to me and this is kind of tying it back with land with us is the, the short term camping or being able to homestead on your own property there. I do, I do not get how a county in a rural district can tell me I can't homestead on my property and that drives me insane. I'm already paying you taxes on it. Why can't I do, you know, go live out there with, in, in my camper or my RV. How the hell can you tell me that? That that doesn't sound free to me, and that just sounds like it's just the biggest irk. And you know, one of the things that I know a lot of our listeners when they shop some of those areas, they forget to check the camping laws and how you get a permit for that and what what requirements you have. Like if you're going to camp for thirty days on your lot, that's all you're allowed for a year. Now, how much is it enforced, and what does that look like? But if you're a guy that like or a girl that likes to run by the books, and you follow the letter of the law, you basically lose half the usability of your property. Do you know what they, off the top of your head, what they consider like camping? Because remember, I had that guy in Alamosa. He was breaking the law 100% of the way. 100%. I mean, a, a hole in the ground is not necessarily a tent. Yeah, but it's it's it, you don't have a facility, like a permanent facility on there. It's, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would assume the zoning department, if they found the guy living in a hole with hay on top and wood and stuff, that he would not be allowed to do that because it wouldn't be a permanent building. And that's... Again, that's the we go back to the freedom and the government overreach and what that looks like. Is that is that okay? Is it not? And I, uh, man, it I used to. Like, I I don't shop Colorado much ever because it pisses me off so bad to know that I can't tell a person if they want to go build a tiny home or live in a cabin. I can't tell them they can't 
because then I'm lying because I know the government says I can't in majority of these counties. Mm-hmm. Now I, I, I will, for the sake of the show, play devil's advocate for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know, like here in Fort Worth, her point was like she doesn't want to ruin neighborhoods by making them have people in and out all the times and have bad people renting and like because I know part of her thing was like a noise ordinance that you have to manage, even though you're not there, you have to make sure they're quiet after X time. So I. Me and you have stayed at Airbnbs together. Mm-hmm. Did we rage all night? <laughs> no, we needed the extra room for our families. Mm-hmm. We, I've stayed in Airbnb every time I've gone to the big races in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Our families come in. We all go. We, we travel with another family, or it's just our family. Or I've stayed with their family in a house, and it just gives us more room than a hotel where we have a, a congregation place and we can we can sit there. We pay extra for that, which boosts their economy because and and that's the thing I think it gets to is. How is the city losing revenue because this? they're not getting the tax money on the hotels by the travel influx? And so that's to me is like, hey, let's look at where, are, where, where we're losing money year over year on our budget. Oh, hotel tax is down. Do we want to raise a hotel tax or do we want to come after Airbnb and try to get a slice of that? And I think that's the real reason. Give me the bullshit that it's in and out people. It's this and that. Bullshit. Because I have yeah. never seen where it's been like you, you even in the Airbnb groups. They're like, oh yeah. Occasionally, you'll have a person that brings an extra dog or a person, extra person. They said there's seven people and there's really eight. Or they said no dogs and they have a dog. It's never, hey man, they threw this rager all night and it just crashed the party. I, I mean, I'm sure that does happen, but Airbnb allows the host like to review other, yeah, to review the tenants, and then you can deny that. So you can choose to have good guests. Yes, but um, but yeah, you know, if people are staying in Airbnbs, they're not staying downtown in the big hotels. They're not getting that tax. They're not going to restaurants. They're ding, not, ding, yeah, yeah, ding, not ding. That's that's what it is. Is you're starting to see. I mean, look at Sundance Square, which is Fort Worth, and I know we're getting way into the weeds and being just very targeted in what we're talking about. But Sundance Square is about to shut down. You're losing Riata down there, and they're not wanting to negotiate with that because of the vision they wanted to change to, and it just didn't take off. Mm-hmm. And so. If you have these many conventions and you're not filling up your hotel rooms, but you're filling up a lot of the single families and the lofts, it, you're it's a revenue thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when Airbnb came out, I thought, man, that's ridiculous. I would never want to stay in someone else's place. Yeah. I'm a hotel person. And yeah. now I n- never want to stay in a hotel. Yeah. I I go either way. I look at the, the length of the travel. If it's longer than like three days, Airbnb is the way to go for us as a family. If it's shorter than three days or three days or shorter, usually the hotel works out to be a little bit better price and a little bit easier to get in and out of, especially if they give us a free breakfast. <laughs> well, anyway. Did you get a free breakfast on your trip? Oh, no, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> no. Right. We got the tourist tax for our breakfast. Welcome to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Four people. Two of them only eat one thing. <laughs> like Twenty bucks a person. I, I won't even go into that with you because I, I, uh, I, I, I see your suntan, and I don't want to take away from this healthy glow you have right now. The vitamin D you've been overloaded with. Yeah. So, um, man. So let us know what you think on this because as we, as we, as we do this and ex- alternate exit strategies, the glamping thing is starting to make it come up. You know, I think there's what the Campley or um, the, that sounds right. Uh, there's a couple different websites that. Offer your land where you can go out and people can Airbnb essentially your land. I know that we have some listeners that actually do this um, where they're 15, 20 bucks a night. Come stay on my land. It's just sitting there anyways. Mm-hmm. Clean up after yourself, you know. That's that's something that goes directly into your pocketbook. So let's say you did it 10 nights a month and you're making 150, 200 bucks a month cash flow off that. And they come in and they want 5% of that. Plus you had to pay a $150 licensing fee every year to do this. You know, tell them to get bent. Yeah. It's my land. Yeah. So. Well, cool. We'll call it there. Okay. Um, again, guys, very few tickets left. Make sure you get one. 
And uh, we'll see you August 6th. Until that time, make sure you do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you listen to us. Like, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.